Hi guys, welcome to History of a Haunting's second mini episode. Look at that. We went from zero to two. In so two fast. weeks, so fast. So fast. It's just, it's just getting <laughs> spinning wildly out of control. I have no idea what we're doing. No, awesome. none. None. It's it's but we thought we should record more of us not knowing what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Really drive the the message home. (laughs) Right. Good God. Um, I'm Carrie. Oh, I'm Laura. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot we had to do that. That's one. I'm sorry. I'm kind of sleepy. I'm making it happen. I just told Carrie, I was like, I put on a bra for you. I don't if that's not love, I don't know what is. So if that tells you how prepared I've been. (laughs) You want me to be functional too? What the fuck, Carrie? (laughs) I've already made sacrifices for this. I don't know what more do you want from me. So So Zane is home, which is why Laura is sleep deprived. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, we did have a fun little date night last night and we went... um, and got uh, Portillo's, which if you don't know what Portillo's, it's a Chicago, like hamburger chain. They do the Chicago classics, the Chicago hot dog and the Italian beef, uh, that kind of stuff. But he loves our hot dogs. So that was his, that was our dinner date was just some delicious hot dogs. Yay. Which he now eats double what I eat and also finishes my food. He's eight. <laughs> Wow. I'm all, all, this is going to be fun. (laughs) Yeah. So you, now you have Zane's three mouths to feed plus your cat and her three mouths. So pretty much I might finally reach my goal weight only through the fact that I won't be able to afford food for myself. (laughs) Follow Laura at, on the TikTok at (laughs) H-O-A-H co-host Laura for more dieting tips. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, but then we went to the soccer game and um, uh, the Phoenix Rising. It's like a sem- semi-pro, I think, or they're pro, oh. but they're like not MLS or what have you. But yeah, it was really fun. Oh, good. Did did we win? Yeah. We did. Oh, um, great. We left a little before the end. So I think when we left, I think it was three to one. But yeah. Oh, cool. It was good. Lots of fun. So something different. Let them try Let them check it out. That was our fun little weekend date night thing. Welcome home. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. he was gone for what? Five, five weeks, four or five weeks. Yeah. Like five and a half weeks. A long time. Wow. Yeah. That is a long time. So you decided to um, have a litter of kittens waiting for him. A little full grown playful well, he, kittens. He was there when they were born. Yes, he was, but they weren't doing anything yet. So now he just um, is so excited and carries them around the house. It seems like every time I turn around, he has a cat in his hand. <laughs> just rotates them out. And um, so I walk into the living room earlier and he um, like has this like, um, kind of like fire truck set up, kind of SWAT stuff out. And, um, God. and a kitten and a car. <laughs> <laughs> Like you're gonna put the kitten on the car? I'm not sure. That's what I. That's what I was thinking was coming next. And so then the kitten was riding the fire truck, and it probably was before I walked in. (laughs) I have no doubt. The kitten is actively involved, either in a Godzilla type of way, (laughs) knocking things over, 
or is being a part of the team. I'm not sure, but there are definitely things happening with the kids that they are not into. <laughs> oh, I was just sure. going to ask, are they like, are they good with him or are they just kind of like, he's back, run. <laughs> They're like, that would be, they're like giant person. <laughs> yeah. And they're still kind of at that age where they're very just like wonky. They still run funny and. Oh, you that know, is like adorable. Fall over, but they're getting really playful. They're really cute. So, yeah, they're they're they are really cute to watch. That's and they're really cute. getting to that playful stage. Yeah, which is the best for just watching them do just silly stuff. <laughs> they play with everything, so it's fun. They were climbing <laughs> into my shoe the other day. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> such a picture right. in my yeah. sand. Like, <laughs> oh, you're not going to get out the other side. I don't yeah. know. Where you're going. Head first into her van. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> right. Uh, baby animals are dumb. It's so cute. And so cute. Yeah, yeah. So how was your nice. weekend? I think it was a little bit different than mine. It was a little bit different. Um, the reason for the episode is because I did go with Chris and Audrey to investigate the 1830 Montgomery house. But before I did that, um, my landscaper never showed up again, never texted, never called. It's been three weeks, never returned texts, mm. never returned calls. So I was like, you know what? This is stupid. We'll just buy a lawnmower and we'll fucking do it ourselves. It How did that go? It did <laughs> very, very good on the lawnmower. It wasn't great. Um, <laughs> so I asked a, a bunch of people and like, okay, what kind of lawnmower do you recommend and why? And I got there's like four main kinds of lawnmowers and I got four different fucking answers and four different fucking reasons. And I'm like, was more confused than ever. So I'm like, well, all right, I guess I'll just, you know, go to Walmart and figure this out. And so I bought a lawnmower. Okay. Bring it home. Coy and I were going to get up at 7am on Saturday. We're going to assemble this lawnmower. I was going to go get gas for it. We're going to start doing the yard. Well, I didn't wake up until about almost 10. And then, <laughs> so off to a good start. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so we did get it assembled. It was super easy. Went and put gas in it, did the whole bit. We were like, okay, I'm like, why don't we start in the backyard so that the neighbors don't see us fumbling through learning how to do this? <laughs> He's like, great idea. So the landscaper that I had 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 told me that he always cut my grass. At two, uh, two inches, two inches, because that's just what he always did. And so I was like, okay, mm-hmm. great. I'll do the same because that's what he did. And that's what he said is best for my grass, which is Bermuda grass. Well, my grass grows really fast and it hadn't been cut in three weeks. So I cut it at the two inches and we did like three or four passes and it cut it so fucking low that it was all dead. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't think this is right. <laughs> so we had the bag on it. And uh-huh. I was like, Koi, do you want to learn how, do you want to do this? Try this now. And he was like, okay. So we release the little like bar thing that keeps it running. And he goes and he... Put, pulls that and he turned that gas that because it's also a self-propelled lawnmower but uh-huh. when I tried to use that other handle it went way too quickly than I was expecting and since I wasn't too familiar with it I was like I'll just push it for now so he that's what he was doing so he tries to start <laughs> just it picturing you chasing the fucking lawnmower it was going so quick <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh my back 
That is exactly what happened. I was like, I can't do this. Oh my God. So he was, I was like, just push it for now until we get a real good feel for this fucking thing. Let's not have it run on its own. Um, so he's out there and I had done about three passes and he goes to start it and it's not starting. And he goes to start it and it's not starting. Well, my neighbor, Tucker's mom, Mm-hmm. He from her backyard. Hi, Carrie. How's it going? How are you liking lawn mowing? Is this your first time? And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot about her. I didn't want anybody to <laughs> just, like fuck this up. <laughs> like, look at these dummies over here. Can't mow their lawn. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be a spectacle. That's too uh-uh. bad. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad because Tucker's mother. Uh, and I call her Tucker's mother because her dog's name is Tucker and I cannot remember her name. Um, so I call her Tucker's mom. So she was like, oh, I'm like, I think it's flooded. You know, I it won't start. And so she's like, oh, do you want me to send my husband over? I'm like, no, no, that's fine. It'll be fine. And we'll just, you know, give it a few minutes. And sure as fucking shit, Laura, five minutes later, there's a knock at the door. She sent her husband over anyway. And I was like, oh, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but also I have to take the help. <laughs> I Yeah. Um, so he comes over, he comes around the back and he was like, he was like, your grass is pretty long. And I'm like, yeah, my landscaper just ghosted me and never came back. And so he's like, all right, well, what are you cutting it at? And I'm like, well, he was always cutting it at a two. So that's what we're doing. And he was like, Bermuda grass, I'd probably keep it at a three. Cause you're cutting off all like, like you're now you're cutting it down to like, now it's all dead. And I'm like, okay. So then he goes, well, let's see what's going on here. And he tries to start it, doesn't start. He pulls the bag off. It was fucking if just three passes in my yard. And you've seen how long, like my yard is long on the sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, the bag was completely exploding full of clippings. Oh yeah, because your grass is super long. <laughs> it's all, so it, no. Mm-mm, exactly. It has an auto shut off when it gets like that. Apparently, I found out <laughs> in that moment. Um, so he's like, you might want to just mulch it. And he was like, as otherwise you're going to be just, uh, you're going to be emptying the bag, like every pass and a half. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, so we, that's a whole different set of accessories on a lawnmower. You got to take the bag off. You got to put the thing back, the mulch plug back in. You got to put the thing Mm -hmm. deflector on. So he's, he gave us that advice. He's like, just mulch it. He's like, it'll be fine. He was like, in fact, it'll grow quicker if you mulch it and we're going to get some rain. And I'm like, okay, thank you so much. And he's like, no problem. He's like, and then you could just get a weed eater and just trim around. Like, cause we have those black tubes that come off our gutters, the gutter. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could just weed eat around those and da da da. And they lift right up and you just mow. And I was like, great. Thank you. Bye. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're going to start doing it. You need to go. You need to go. <laughs> So we start mowing and he was right. Like it looks so much better at three inches. (laughs) So we get it done, but like, so I was, and so I was showing Koi, I'm like, all right, so then you have to, you're going to have to like turn, you're going to have to turn it around, but don't. And like, because it's hilly, you're going to have to push it down and like tilt it and then turn it. Otherwise you're just going to spin out in the grass. The blade is just going to, you know, and we'll have like one of those stupid little swirls. So he's like, okay, okay, got it. I got it. Yeah, we have swirls all over our yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta pull back and lift up and turn. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm like, so don't like when you're turning it, like pop it, like pop a wheelie with it. Don't let the blade like you know tilt it. So once you got the hang of that, then okay, then that was fine. Um, so the grass 
does look better <laughs> for the part where I started where it was all bowed two inches. So it does look better. Um, but oh my God, Laura, it was, I ended up needing to use the self-propel feature or the self, yeah, self-propel feature because I, um, we have, my backyard is sloped because we have to have the water runoff go around mm-hmm. it because we're yeah, on down the hill. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it's graded. So we have that slope. So on the other side where the dogs like to dig, dig holes, mm. that's really steep. So I'm trying to mow up the hill, but the lawnmower is so heavy and I'm pushing it. <laughs> And the lawnmower is so heavy that it's actually rolling back down at me. And I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like, I have to use the self-propelled feature because I am not strong enough to push this fucking lawnmower up this. It's not a steep incline either. I mean, it slopes, but it's not that bad. But this heavy right. lawnmower is like rolling toward me and I'm backed up against me. So I'm like, fuck. So I hit the fucking self-propelled bar I pull that up and it shoots forward and I'm like ah! <laughs> and it drags me up <laughs> it's just bad <laughs> so bad I think next time um Koi needs to record you you should make a TikTok of that <laughs> I literally wanted him to but he was so we were both so hot and flustered and sweaty it was fucking 87 degrees 70 percent humidity at like one o'clock in the afternoon we were sunburned we were so tired we saw to do the front fucking yard oh my god did you just yeah. do it the next day Mm-mm. no so i was like all right dude here's what we're gonna do i said i'm gonna finish the backyard and then you do the front yard he's like Okay. So he did the front yard and he did pretty good. There's a couple of those little like spin outs where he like kept it level instead of popping it up and then turning it and going back down. Mm. But, um, so then we were out there, um, after we were done and I was just pouring sweat and I'm like, I've got to fucking get in the shower now and drive two hours down to Mount Gilead, North Carolina for this investigation. And I'm sitting there talking to my mom and she's like, well, I think you did a good job and I'm really proud of you. And I was like, thanks. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And I was like, so my cousin, Cheryl, she actually brought me over a weed eater that she had had at their house at the beach that they sold. So Mm -hmm. she brought that over to me, but it's, it's corded. And so I'm like, oh shit, I don't have an extension cord. I would need like at least a hundred foot extension cord to, you know, use it out in my yard, but even a hundred foot extension cord, isn't going to be long enough to like reach my entire edges of my entire property. So Koi and I went out today and we bought a weed eater. Simple enough. Let the battery charge for like, I don't know, 20 minutes. Cause I was anxious to get out there and use it. Cause I did so great with the lawnmower. <laughs> I really needed to try this weed eater. <laughs> You're going to redeem yourself with the weed eating. Like mm-hmm. I can fix this shit. I can fix it. I can fix this. Give me a minute. It's like when you over tweeze your fucking eyebrows. Yes. <laughs> when you over tweeze your eyebrows, you're like, I can fix this. This is not a problem. And you make it worse. That's what happened. Um, so yeah, I started to edge the, along the fence and I got most of the way around the fence. And then I was like, you know, this doesn't look half bad. I'm going to go ahead and do the front. So I go <laughs> 
because the grass in my fucking side is growing into the over the sidewalk. I'm like, <laughs> I gotta fix this. It's all butchered, like it's all uneven in my backyard. And I was like, I'm gonna go do the front because this looks not bad. So I go out there and I'm like, okay. And it says now, if you want to edge, turn it upside down, hold it this way, and then just edge it. And it's going to be real great and easy. And I'm like, okay, I could do this. I got about three inches in the battery died because I only let it charge for 20 <laughs> And then it started to rain. So I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to try again tomorrow or whatever. But sure enough. That's awesome. Rick was like, how'd it go? <laughs> and I was like, well, um, uh, you know, it looks like a, a blind guy took a machete to my backyard. <laughs> and um, my the edges of the weed eater looks like a toddler got a hold of a pair of scissors and cut their own hair. And he was like, God damn it, Gary. <laughs> oh, you got a lecture. I did. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was like, okay. So that was my yard story. Um, nice. Yeah, that was my two-day yard story. Because, of course, you know, Quinn didn't, Quinn didn't wake up until 10 again today. We didn't go shopping until, like, 1. Out there at, like, 2, 2.30 fucking doing this yard crap. And, uh, yeah, so that was that. Was that. And then um, in between all that, I did a paranormal investigation, which is what this mini episode is really about. Um, <laughs> this is not about to... lawn care. <laughs> um, it's just the lead-up. <laughs> it's just yeah, follow on TikTok HOH carry for more lawn care tips. Right. Also, by the way, I bought that fucking ortho weed be gone because the crabgrass is insane around my front yard and on my side mm-hmm. yards. I fucking dose that shit twice and they actually look goddamn healthier than they did before. <laughs> They're like yum yum. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, like this ain't touching us, bitch. I don't, and I'm way too afraid to tell Rick because he's gonna be like, you bought that. That stuff is crap. How many times have I told you that stuff is crap? <laughs> I don't know. I he's he probably is gonna know now. Um, well, you better tell him before it comes down so you can get rid of it. <laughs> Right. Well, even that, like, other lecture in person, dude. I, so I got the gallon kind with the like the little wand thingy, but I also mm-hmm. got that same thing in um, pest control because we got a lot of spiders, which you found mm-hmm. out when you were here. I got mm-hmm. to, to do treatments in between when pest control comes. And Goy's like, "Are you sure you use the right thing? Like maybe you just use like bug repellent, bug poison, and not like weed poison." And I was like, "Oh my god, did I? I I'm that dumb, you guys." <laughs> But no, I didn't. I used the green bottle and not the white bottle. So okay, good job. Way to double check. It was yeah. Well, after the you're party. like there are no but, spiders right there forever. forever. <laughs> and they I might have killed. I might have. I might have killed a frog too because there was a frog hiding in the crabgrass when I sprayed it. Oh, I know. And you know how little those things are. They're really hard to see. The ones at your house are very little. Yeah, yeah. I almost so. stepped on like three of them. I was like, sorry, froggy friend. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and that was just like literally getting out of the car after I picked you up from the airport for the very first time. Right? <laughs> just going back in the house. I didn't know I lived right. in a swamp, did you, Laura? Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that was my weekend. Sounds like uh, you won this weekend. Cheers. <laughs> um, also, I don't know, but yeah. Also, that fucking equipment, that's a very physically like laborious task to mow a lawn, even use a weed eater. 
So mm-hmm. I haven't worked He's out sore. in a hundred years. <laughs> yes. It's like when you're lifting weights in your hand, look at this. <laughs> this whole you barely holds your wine glass. All shaky. You're like, I'm not an alcoholic. I swear. <laughs> just mowed my lawn. <laughs> just used a weed eater. So I have to use my to believe you. <laughs> shaking so bad. It was ridiculous. When I came in, I was holding my phone and my mom's like, the hell is wrong with you? Cause it's all, <laughs> I nothing. I'm fine. My heart's is a little sore. <laughs> it was ridiculous. That's so, so anyway. Funny. Yeah. So anyway, let's guys talk about my investigation at the 1830 Montgomery house. Laura, you can see it behind me. I can. Um, you can see my car. No, it's over here. I can. <laughs> yes. Um, so it's about two hours southwest of here in Montgomery County, North Carolina. And Chris and Audra found it when they were going to Mount Gilead. They were just driving to, you know, that little town to just check it out and they mm-hmm. passed by it. So they did some research and they found that it was owned and managed and run by the Montgomery County Historical Association. So they contacted the president of the historical association and they said, Hey, we're a paranormal team. We saw this house and we understand that you own, own it. We would, we're wondering if you've ever had a paranormal investigation done. If not, would you be willing to allow us to do that? And we were really surprised when the president emailed back and said, yeah, absolutely. We would love to um, talk about this more with you. Can you come to our next quarterly meeting? So they couldn't because they had plans. So I went down there and I met with them, gave them our resume, told them, you know, what we do and, you know, how we, we just wanted to kind of do a baseline investigation, see if there was anything there. There might not be, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) One of the guys was like, looked at me when the meeting started. He's like, so are you the ghostbuster that's here to talk to us about the Montgomery house? And I was like, (laughs) Yeah. Hi. <laughs> oh my God. Do you need a khaki jump sh- jumpsuit for this? I absolutely do. And a backpack that looks like a proton pack. Can you? I please? know. I'm sure I'll I could buy one. It. I will. I mean, I, I bet we could find it a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you a little siren for the top of your car. Little Woo, woo, woo. Roll up to these <laughs> historical society meetings. Yeah. I think that's perfect. Yeah. So um, they talked it over and Chris followed up. They were like, yeah, we absolutely more than happy to go ahead and give you access. Why don't you guys come down for a tour? So a few weeks later, Chris and Audra went down to tour the house because I wasn't able to get away that weekend. And um, so they toured it and they right then and there, they gave us a copy of the key and gave us the, cause it's all um, there's cameras throughout and it's got a security system. So they gave us the key to the house and the code to the security system. And they were like, anytime you guys want to come in and just kind of take a look. So Chris and Audra actually went down last weekend because no one's been inside this building for a year and a half because of COVID and they weren't really using it for much anyway, simply because you know, I mean, it, it's the original structure. It's the original house. And I don't know if you can see behind me, see those brick pillars. Mm -hmm. That's the original foundation of the house. It's almost 200 years old. And that's the only foundation. 
Like it's just on brick pillars throughout. Right. So it's got the original flooring. It's got, and so they've been trying to renovate it. Um, but it was built in 1830 by Dr. John Montgomery and his wife, Mrs. Montgomery. No one's told us what her name is and we can't mm-hmm. seem to find it. I think, and now I'm not even going to guess. Um, but her father was very wealthy in the state when they met and got married. So he had actually gifted them all of this land. And I think it was like 4,000 acres at one point went all the way down to the PD river. And so he was a very prominent doctor in Montgomery County. Um, he was a very wealthy man. He had a large plantation and, um, in, I can't remember when the late mid to late 1830s or 1800s rather the Lawrenceville courthouse burned to the ground and they moved the court to this house. So they used, they used the dining room as court for the County um, until they, for three or four years, I believe, until they could finish the new courthouse. So there were cases tried there. There were mainly, you know, like theft and and stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. If there were any murder trials, murder trials were tried there. Didn't seem to be too many of that though. Um, Mm -hmm. But he, um, his wife died in the house. Um, and then he, he, after she died in the house, he went and spent most of his time with their son in Concord, North Carolina, but he would come back to the house and spend, you know, a couple of weeks every now and then in the home. And then when he died, they, um, the son sold it and didn't really want, I mean, the son just sold it and sold the land and, you know, whatever. And, um, so it's just kind of sat vacant for a long time. Like you always hear about with these locations, right? They just mm-hmm. kind of were abandoned and, you know, so the historical society bought it and it happened to be, I guess, that there were two people on the board of the historical society. I think Chris said that happened to have a lot of money. So they bought it and they started to restore it. Um, which I think he said, like the roof is, is new. They replaced the roof. Um, some of the windows are replaced, but some of them are original. Um, oh, like the old lead windows. Uh-huh. That when you look up at them, you can see like that ripple effect in the glass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was crazy. <clears throat> um, so they, they did all of that. They wanted, they, oh, also they put electricity throughout the house. That was another thing they nice. did. Anyway, so it was. When they went in, they did the tour. Like it was so stuffy in that house. Chris and Audra said there were cobwebs and spider webs everywhere. They, yeah. <laughs> they, so Chris and Audra went back last weekend and they went. So a couple of the stairs were broken. Um, so like Chris had to fix one of these stairs and then there's uh-huh. stairs on the side of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had to fix three of those. Audra cleaned as best she could. Um, they swept so many, she said they swept so many dead bugs. And Chris showed me the trash can. You know, those like little desk trash cans that are kind of like mm-hmm. this size. Yeah. 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 Like a little, little office with, can. Yes. Filled this far, almost to the top of bugs and webs and dirt. I'm so sad that I couldn't make it on your investigation with you. <laughs> so sad. I, so, I walked, so sad. I walked through just about every room 
and I was like, oh, spider web. Oh. And then I'd like walk through it. I'd feel it on my arm and I'd be like, oh, another one. I'm like, I wish Laura were here. <laughs> She'd love this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. I had done an EVP session in the room where the courthouse was. And I'm like, uh-huh. I'm just going to have a seat here if you don't mind. Um, and I pulled out the chair. It was starting to get dark. And so I pulled out the dining room chair and I was like, I'm just going to check this for bugs real quick. And I shine my iPhone flashlight on the chair and I'm like, oh, there's a ladybug on this over here. And there's some little worm looking thing there. I, you know, I'll just stand. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good right here. It was, yeah, it was, I can't imagine what it was like before they went in and cleaned. Um, I would be in there in a hazmat suit, just dying from the heat. But like I'm saying, oh God. It was so muggy. It was just like College Hill, but without the relief of the storms. You know, like when it rained, it got right. it cooled off. Mm-mm, it cooled off hair. a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not here. You know, now I'm starting to think about that Ghostbuster outfit. The coverall might have served a double function. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, might have. Um so yeah, that was um my entrance to it. So we, there's a picture of, I'm going to text it to you actually. So Chris and Audrey got there about five 30 last night and I got there at seven and um, so sorry guys, I can do nothing about this for the time being. Um, so they had already gone in and set up their cameras and um EVP recorders in some of the rooms. It's a tiny house. So like behind me is the main entry and it's the same kind of hallway on the first floor as is the top where the balcony is. Both of those doors are like bolted and like barred shut. So you can't Mm -hmm. enter the house through that. You can only do it on the side. Mm -hmm. So then there's four, there's two rooms at the bottom in the front and the back, and then two rooms in the front and the back. So it's a small house and the rooms aren't very huge. Right. So we go in and we start the investigation and um, Audra was doing, remember when at College Hill, she was going around with her EMF detector and her iPhone and she was filming the interactions that she was having in Mose Blackburn's room? Well, she was doing that mm-hmm. throughout the house here. And she has the same exact EMF detector that we've got. And um, what was weird was she would go from what was the ki- what we thought was the kitchen into the hallway. And the second she'd step over the threshold, her EMF would light up. So we were like, okay, well, there's a light switch here. You've got your phone. And then also you have a camera right three feet in front of you plugged in to the outlet and filming down the main hallway. So I'm like, let me go and let me see if I'm getting, picking up those same readings. So I went in with mine, which is again, the same exact one, nothing. I would almost have to be touching whatever it was for my EMF detector to go off. The camera, the light switch, everything. But every time she would walk in, it would blip up to yellow. And it goes uh-huh. all the way up to red. So right. she was like, okay, that's really interesting. So Chris had the spirit box going and um, I'm going through and I had 
pass by, they have a Christmas tree set up by that same area. And um, there's no lights on it or anything. So I was looking at the Christmas tree and I was like, oh, this is so pretty. Well, all of a sudden my EMF detector starts to light up and I'm like, oh, are you, are you there? Chris is about six feet away from me at the base of the stairs with the spirit box. And I said, is that you standing next to me? And clear as day, he picks up on the spirit box. Yes. A little boy saying yes. And we're like, okay. And and so I said, what is your name? And I started walking and kind of trying to follow it because it was moving and it moved into this one room on the first floor. And Chris goes, he said, Jeremiah. And I was like, oh, hi, Jeremiah. I said, I'm going to set this here on the edge of the table. I'm going to come stand over here. If you want to talk to me, you can turn the lights on and we explain how the EMF detector worked. And um, I said, did you used to live here? And it lit up. And I said, are you one of the Montgomery's children and nothing? And I said, are you still here? And it lit up again. So I was getting responses to questions I was asking. And then Mm -hmm. at the same time, I would get responses. Chris would get an answer on the spirit box. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so in the meantime, Audra was still trying to chase this EMF spike. It looked like we were joking that she was waltzing because she'd step across the threshold and then back out and then step across it because she'd get the spike and then there would be nothing. So she'd step back out and she'd get it again. And then it was, so then we started singing the waltz dance. Um, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> so um, I ended up following this little spirit through the house. I was like, I had just casually said to Chris and Audra, I'm like, oh, it is really hot in here. And this little same little boy's voice came through the spirit box outside. And I said, yeah, I should probably go outside. And my thing lit up. And I said, do you want to show me how to get outside? And it, uh, it stopped lighting up. So I went out the door and it lit up again in the hallway. So I followed it down the hallway and I went into one room where I knew it couldn't get outside from that room and it stopped. And so then I turned around and it was standing like in the hallway and it lit up again. So I followed it through where the courtroom used to be back into that little kitchen. And I followed it outside and down the steps. And then it went away. It was, and I filmed all of it. So I got to go through, we want to make sure that we got, if we caught any EDPs or whatever, it was Mm -hmm. really crazy. And then another session that we had, Audra was still working with the EMF and she and I were standing on either side of a card table that was about, I don't know how big are card tables, like four foot by four foot. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. So I had mine on one end. She had hers on the other end or she had hers in her hand and I was filming mine. And I was like, I'm like, do you like the colors that it makes when you touch it? And mine lit up. And so then I said, Audra has one. Do you want to go and play with hers? And then a couple of seconds later, hers lit up. And so it was going back and forth between, and we were standing about four feet apart. We didn't have Mm -hmm. any electrical equipment that would turn, interact that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That would interact that way. So we thought that was really interesting. The next thing (laughs) was Audra and I, Chris was getting something out of the truck and Audra and I were doing, she was doing her EMF stuff. This is before I had started recording, which I'm really irritated about now, but in the parlor. So you know how those old houses, like the wife would have her own rooms and parlor Uh and he would have his. Mm -hmm. 
So in his wife's the good old days. Right. Exactly. I, we're married. I love you. This is why the divorce you. rate was way lower. <laughs> like I got my own fucking rooms. You go do you. I'm going to do me. They Talk didn't later. have to hang out together. Exactly. <laughs> Just stick parties they were throwing. It's yeah, I get it. Exactly. So um, <laughs> that's what I was going to do. I was going to sh- send you this picture of Dr. Montgomery and his wife. She doesn't look very friendly. And the vibe that Chris was getting off of her, she wasn't happy we were in her house. Um, oh. Yeah, it wasn't great. You're going to have to zoom in because these are like almost overexposed. I was going to make pictures about how wives generally don't look happy. Maybe those were just mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've never <laughs> seen this look on your face. Ooh, she's serious. Um, who does she remind me of? Yes, please tell me because she reminds me of somebody too, and I can't place. There's her. somebody just like right there. Um, is it that painting, the old farmer painting, with the pitchfork? Is it? You know what I'm talking about? Not do, him. Yeah. Her. Her. The American Gothic picture. Yes. She looks, but she looks a little bit like that's a younger version of her, but she looks so much more severe than the lady in that picture. Even um, she does. Like and- there's somebody that's gonna come to me. But yes, she looks. She Chris looks said like she, she was couldn't not happy. Smile if she tried. If she tried, like her face is broke. <laughs> Does it go up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's worse than Archie's grumpy cat face. It is actually. It really is. I don't she know. Fun. Mm-mm. Her husband looks all right. He looks like you know. He doesn't look like he's a barrel of monkeys, but he looks all right. So I'm gonna send <laughs> you another <laughs> another picture. This is just the best one. Um, I'm going to send you two. Okay. So um, this is of the same room. And then one is just like a one side of the room. One's of the other side. But the reason I'm sending these to you is because Chris had said his. Um, no, no, no. So I said, Chris, and I went to text him these pictures. He's already got them. Never mind. Your name is Laura. <laughs> Spelled C-H-R-I-S. <laughs> right? Who goes around telling everybody she's 30 fucking five. I don't because then I just look terrible for a 35 year old. That does not help me. <laughs> I need to be like, I'm 55. People are like, oh my God, you look fucking fantastic. I know. <laughs> okay, so this is the house. This is the parlor. This was her room. Okay. So the first yeah. picture is see that lamp on the table there? And then there's those pictures of the two of them hanging above it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I walk in and if you look at the second picture and guys, we're going to post this on our social media, but if you look at the second picture, there's an old piano there. And mm. if you zoom into it, you can see this little red plate and Chris's EMF detect or EVP recorder sitting on it. Next yes. to that, he had sat his flashlight, but he, it, he didn't have it on because, you know, as you can see, it's not that dark out. He didn't mm-hmm. have it on. He just set it down while he set up the EVP recorder. So while Audra and I were going through with this EMF game with the little spirit named Jeremiah, I Uh walk in and Chris's 
flashlight is on and it's aiming and illuminating this lamp perfectly. It's like a perfect spotlight on this lamp in the corner. And I walk in and I'm like, huh? I said, Audra, did Chris put his flashlight aimed at this lamp for a reason? And she was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, come look at this. So she walks in and she was like, well, that's really weird. And I'm like, is there something special about this lamp that we should be focusing on? And I'm checking the lamp out. I'm like, what's going on with this lamp? She's like, I have no idea. So when he comes in, he was like, what are you looking at? And I was like, what, what's with the spotlight on the lamp? And he was like, what are you talking about? And he looks and he was like, I didn't turn my flashlight on. And we were like, are you sure? Cause that looks like it, it's perfect. The lamp was so right. in this perfect orb of light. I said, it made, I said, I thought maybe you had done it because you wanted to, us to notice something about the lamp or take pictures or focus on like, he's like, no, this was, this was just in my hand. And I set it down when I set the EVP, I wasn't on. And it's one of those, like you've got, you know, you got to click the little mm-hmm. button. It's yeah, not yeah. like one of those screw kind where you can, you know, turn it on yeah, or whatever. Accidentally hit it or something. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So um, that was another really interesting thing. The other thing, we weren't there long. I think we started at seven. We left about 9.15. We weren't there long. The other really interesting thing was- That's a lot for two hours already. That's a lot. Already. Yeah. And you so, haven't even gone through your evidence. Mm-mm. Oh, God. And I'm so behind on everything. It's ridiculous. I still have half of Eastern State to fucking review. Anyway, that tells you anything. So- <laughs> It tells me Everything. Everything. <laughs> So, um, I go in and I was, I brought my GoPro. And so I had my GoPro, I had, uh, my EVP recorder and my phone. I didn't have the EMF detector. I had put that away. So I go in and I'm talking to Jeremiah because Jeremiah is, seems to be following me around and likes to play with whatever gas, what is it? Gizmos and gadgets. Gizmo. Gizmos and gadgets. <laughs> what was I trying to say? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, he seems to like all the evidence, like the equipment. Mm-hmm. But go into her parlor again. And Chris and Audra were going to go upstairs and do some work. So I hear them in um, the like that first little kitchen dining room area that you walk into from the door to the outside on this side. I hear them walk in and I hear them talking and then I go in and I'm like, Hey, Jeremiah, if you're in here, you know, um, come on in and sit down with me, Mrs. Montgomery. We were trying to be real respectful of this Mrs. Montgomery because Chris is like, she's here and she does not like us. She doesn't want us here. And I'm like, well, I really want to get, you know, into her parlor and do some work. So I was like, Mrs. Montgomery, I hope you don't mind. I'd like to sit down and just kind of chat with you or Jeremiah or, you know, and just, if you want to talk to me. So I was explaining to Jeremiah, my equipment. And I said, this is a tiny little box that can capture photographic, moving photographic images. So if you want to show yourself, just walk in front of this little box and I'm going to set it right here. And I set it on that table with the lamp and I'm sitting in the blue chair by it. I said, this is a recording device. If you talked into it or in its direction, I will be able to hear what you say when I listen back to it. It's going to record you. You see this little light. And I was being real clear because I felt like, I was talking to a child. I need to be really specific. So I set that down on the other chair next to me. I set my flashlight on the little like couch there under Mm -hmm. the window facing the room that the court was held in across the hall. 
and I set my phone next to that. So I'm just doing some EVP work and um, I hear footsteps upstairs. I hear footsteps going up the wooden stairs. And so I'm like, okay, Chris and Andre are going upstairs because they were going to do work. And and I was talking to Jeremiah and Mrs. Montgomery and, you know, telling her her home was beautiful. And you know how, you know, all the stuff that you ask and say, right. and, you know, mm-hmm. and every now and then, because it's right on the main road through Mount Gilead. So we'd hear cars okay. go by. So I'd be mm-hmm. like, that was a car. I'd be trying to wait for traffic to pass so that it wasn't like killing the EVPs we might catch. Mm-hmm. And every time I'd hear Chris and Audra, I would say that's Chris and Audra because I had my EVP recorder going and so did Chris. So I mean, like, that's Chris and Audra. Okay. So I spent about, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes in there. And I decided to move into the dining room where the court was held. That's when I was like, I'm going to sit down on this chair. And there was a ladybug and a worm on it. And I'm like, I'm going to stand. Never mind. Yeah. Forget that. It's fine. Um, So I'm still doing EVP work in that room. And I can hear Chris and, and then I hear Chris and Audra even louder. So I'm like, oh, they must be on the landing above me mm-hmm. coming down. And so I was like, that's Chris and Audra. So that when we listened for, through the evidence and we hear voices, we are like, oh, is that an EVP? But if we we're saying, oh, no, that was Laura. Or uh-huh. no, know. we know to ignore that. Um, so my dogs are losing their minds. Um, <laughs> and the- Carrie's dogs ignore that EVP. Ignore that EVP. Um, so I see something move outside by our cars out of the corner of my eye, and I see that it's Chris. And I was like, that's weird. And so then I see Audra get out of the driver's seat, and I'm like, that's weird. And I hear, but I hear them talking upstairs and see them talking outside. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. So I go into the hallway and I listen and I'm listening for them and they're not saying anything because I can see them out the window. They're not talking. So I'm like, okay. So I'm listening and I hear a male and female voice talking upstairs again. And I'm like, you hear me on the EVP recorder go, that's not Chris and Audra. I'm just going to leave now, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I grab my shit and I fucking book it. I said, I'm like, were you guys just upstairs? And they're like, we haven't been in the house the whole time. I'm like, what? They're like, we've been out here the whole time. You've been in the house by yourself. And I was like, there's male and female upstairs talking. Yeah, they were outside the entire time. And I was like, are you serious? And he was like, we have not been in there at all. And I'm like, well, there's somebody talking on the on the second floor. And I thought it was you guys. I I thought you guys were going to do some work up there. And he was like, oh, no, he was like, I had to look for something. And she was hot. And and I he was like, well, we'll just leave Carrie in the house by herself. (laughs) (laughs) I said, you know, I wouldn't have felt as secure in that woman's room who you've already said doesn't want us in there. If I had, if I, I wouldn't have felt as secure. <laughs> I thought you guys were fucking out here. I had no idea. I swear to God, I thought they were upstairs. So that was that. Um, and then, so then we did some work upstairs. Just, uh, oh, the other thing was Chris had put fresh batteries in the spirit box and he only mm-hmm. ran it for maybe 10 minutes and they died immediately. 
Wow. Within 10 minutes, they were completely dead. Um, same thing with my camera. I charged it and it was at 73% battery. With, mm-hmm. And I didn't have it on a tripod or anything. I was just filming it and holding it. And I had been filming for maybe five minutes and the battery drained immediately upstairs. It just shut off. Chris had a battery or a camera running upstairs too that had been running for a couple of hours that he had to replace the battery in because it had been running for so long. So he replaced the battery and it only lasted for about 30, 45 minutes when it drained. So something was repeatedly draining our equipment. The batteries. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so we wrapped it up about 9.15 and we had we had a really great time. Honestly, I was not expecting this place to have anything. Maybe, maybe an EVP or two. We had so much interaction the whole entire time. Um, That's what's crazy. I think it's so cool too, because it, it's a place that nobody has ever paranormal investigated. So did any of the people from the historic society, have they actually spent a lot of time there? Like, did they, were there any, did they say anything weird or? They just like not, you guys were ghostbusters or yeah, so not really. So I, we got the vibe from most of them, and they're mostly older folks that are retired that are on the historical society. Right. Um, the president is yeah. about our age, you know. He um he's got a full-time job and you know he's part of this, but they did say that there was a gentleman who had driven by the house one day, thought it was pretty pulled in, was taking pictures of the outside because obviously he couldn't get inside. And he captured a picture that he sent to the historical society of a woman in wait, this upstairs window uh-huh. here uh-huh. brushing a little girl's hair. And they showed it and he showed it to them. And they were like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that is. It's weird. It was a clear day so the skies were kind of like this they're not there's no clouds mm-hmm. there's no right even I think could, I'm not get a picture like that right it was but they were like it it does look like a woman brushing a little girl's hair so unfortunately the guy didn't leave the picture with them and they don't remember his name and chris has tried searching online for this picture can't find it so we are not really sure about that so they were aware that there might be something going on, but they never really like cared enough to do anything about it. They never had anybody before us go ask and about ask about it. Um, so they, it was always on um, the Montgomery, like the winter home tour. So you could go see some of these homes that are decorated for Christmas. That'd be really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you, which is why there's like Christmas trees and shit like throughout mm-hmm. the house, because it was on that winter home tour and people could go through and they could look at how beautiful it was decorated for Christmas. Right. Um, but again, because of COVID, they hadn't had anybody in there for like a year and a half. They would have quilt shows in there. So in mm-hmm. some of the pictures, you there's quilts that are hanging up and around. Um, that just could look kind of oddly placed throughout. And of course, I didn't get a picture of any of that. Yeah. I get the idea. Just kind of yeah. like staged up for certain events right. that they used to have there that they don't anymore or currently right. don't. Fundraisers, whatever. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that was about it, though. That was pretty much all um it was ever used for. And then 
all the money would go to like restoring the house. And so, yeah, that was, that was the investigation. So I headed home. It's about a two and a half hour drive from my house. Mm -hmm. So I headed home, Chris and Audra headed home. Um, What was weird was (laughs) when we had a bad signal the entire time, which is why I think some of my texts to you were coming through as text messages because the uh-huh. scene was crap. Chris and Audra and I did a live from Southern Entities Facebook page. It didn't even post. Didn't. Oh, wow. Okay. It didn't even post. Nobody watched it. Nobody, nothing. And when I went back this morning to try and find it, it wasn't even there. The signal was terrible. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So um, I tried to send Jennifer pictures and <clears throat> they didn't go through. And when they finally did go through, it was about an hour later and they were sent as text messages. So mm-hmm. I didn't even bother trying to text anybody else after you, because I was like, oh, if I stood, if I stood <laughs> with one arm up on my left foot <laughs> in a certain spot on the balcony, I could maybe. Yeah. If I stood on my head in my car, no, if I stood over by that little shed thing by my car, uh-huh. I, I got a signal enough to send you text messages as I messages. Okay. But that was like the only spot in the entire place. That's crazy. So, yeah. So I just didn't bother texting people because I was like, why? Mm-hmm. Um, but when I got in my car and I, I went and got to BP and I got gas and I was driving home. And of course it was middle of the night. So I get a text message from Jennifer and she was like, Jennifer Simone sent you a question mark. And I was like, what? So I texted her back and I was like, what? what's with the question mark? And she texts me and she was like, you sent me a blank text. And I'm like, no, I didn't. And so I look at my phone because I came to a stoplight and I look at my phone. She's like, you sent me a blank text. And I scroll back up and I'm like, did I send her a blank text somehow? Nope, I didn't. And I'm like, Hmm. honey, I didn't send you anything. And so she sends me a screenshot of her phone. There it is. Sure enough, there's a text message that's just blank from me and that's why she sent me the question mark like did you have something to say (laughs) you just want my attention just want my attention what's going on so I called her and so I sent her a screenshot of my phone and I'm like I don't have any sent text message from you or to you and she was like Mm -hmm. well that's fucking weird so this morning she and I are talking about it and I was talking to Chris and Audra about it and I was asking Chris I'm like they can manipulate phones so I said the, and the t- I looked at the time that she had gotten it from me. It was when I was mm-hmm. in the parlor showing Jeremiah all of my equipment and I had set my phone down on the couch next to me. Oh, that's cool. But it, I mean, it was locked. So I was talking with Chris about it and he was like, I mean, he's like, they can, he goes, I don't know. There's got, there's probably a way to debunk it. And I'm like, yeah, probably. So I'm talking to Jennifer and I'm like, okay, so. It, this is hard, difficult to explain because iPhones are not designed, especially the new one. And I have an 11 iPhones are not designed to, if it's not your face looking at it to unlock it, you have to enter in a code and they're just Mm -hmm. not designed to one do multiple keystrokes in, uh, turning on the phone, entering in a code which is six digits on my phone, uh, mm-hmm. opening up an app, 
selecting a specific text message and then set, hitting send to send it. They're not designed to do that from the locked screen in a pocket. That, no, no. That can't be done. The other thing I was like, well, all right. Um, if I had maybe, you know how sometimes when you're talking and I'm just going to say, spell her name, S-I-R-I, thinks you're saying, hey, S-I-R-I, and then they, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Laura, I can't find anything about feeding 500 kittens or whatever the fuck. So I'm like, okay, well, it's entirely possible that I had said something that sounded like, hey, S-I-R-I, something, Mm -hmm. something, something, and she sent a text to Jennifer. But I'm like, mm, all right, well, let's try it, Jen. So I did from my unlocked screen and my lock screen. If I said, hey, S-I-R-I, send Jennifer DeSimone a blank text, all that Siri will do is pull up a blank text. I then then have to say what I want her to text, and then I have to tell her to send it. So it well, that makes sense. I mean, in, I mean, everybody knows, too, sometimes our phones just do random ass shit. Like, do you ever just have your iPhone just do weird shit? Not often. I mean, this is weird. That is really weird. I think the timing is what makes it really weird. Yes. Really weird. So then I was like, okay. When you were there, I'd be like, eh. But it because it was when you were in the parlor with Mm -hmm. all of that interaction. Yeah. And I wasn't even using my phone because I was just doing like an EVP session. So and you can't do anything from the lock screen. You can do what pictures? Let me see. I can do pictures, pictures flashlight, calculator, <laughs> right? Play whatever was on here. There's no, there's yeah, there's no yeah. Like Remotes. I said, if you if you try to get Siri to send a text from the lock screen, all the the most that will she'll do is open up a blank text. You then have to tell her what to say and then tell her to send it. So it's like every text message that I get in my car, this is what your text says. Do you want to send it? Yes. Kind of a thing. So the other thing I considered was maybe like somebody hacked my phone, um, which is entirely possible. That is exactly what Jennifer got from me. That's what I was trying to see what, like how, what I would have to do. So it's like, you have to click in your, to send a blank one, you have to like go in your iMessage or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, I have to hit return. Yeah. Yeah. Space return something else. And then, and then hit send. Send. Yeah. You can't do that from a locked phone. No. So then I'm like, okay, well maybe it was hackers. You know, that's the thing that happens. They can send text messages or whatever. But then I'm like, there was hardly any signal there. Surely there was someone else in that area that had a better (laughs) signal than I did that just happened to choose to send my best friend a blank text. Like, yeah, they're going to hack it for that. It doesn't seem like, no offense. Unless they're in like Hacker 101. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. So we can't explain it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we can't explain that at all. Um, And uh, so that was that. The very last thing that I do want to talk about my eventful evening investigating the 1830 Montgomery House. And this has nothing to do with the investigation, nothing to do with ghosts. Um, but <laughs> like I said, it's a, from the house to my house is about a two and a half hour drive. It is in uh, about Southeast of, or Southwest of Raleigh, about 150 miles. Um, but on my way home, I got pulled over for speeding. 
Oh, you did? Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, I was doing 53 and a 35. So what happened was, <laughs> yeah, what happened was, um, yeah. Talk I was on the phone. out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. You were on the phone. Perfect. I was on the they phone with that. Jennifer. With that. Jennifer, yes. <laughs> so I was on the phone with Jennifer, and I didn't have my map up. So my map this tells you the speed limit, right? Uh-huh. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on the freeway part of the road in between towns, and in North Carolina, when you go in reach town limits, it, the speed drops from fifty-five to thirty-five. And mm-hmm. I hadn't realized, because there was no like businesses or buildings or anything. I hadn't realized I had crossed the town limit line mm-hmm. and the speed and they lowered to 35. just waiting for you mm-hmm. every time. So when I flipped back to my map to see what the speed limit was, I saw it was 35. And I said to Jennifer, I'm like, oh shit, I need to slow down. I just got into town. And I take my foot off the gas and I look in my rear view mirror and I see the cops lights. And I was like, fuck. And there happened to be a gas station like right here on the corner. And I'm like... Jen, I'm going to have to call you back. I'm getting pulled over. And she goes, what? Are you serious? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay. So I hang up. I pull into the gas station. He pulls in right behind me, blocks me in. And I'm getting my license out. I'm getting my insurance. Reach into the glove box. Get the registration. Roll down my window. (laughs) Sit there. And he comes up and he was like, hey, ma'am, how are you doing tonight? He was like, um, he's like, so I pulled you over because I caught you speeding. And I was like, yes, I know. I'm really sorry. I didn't realize I had hit town limits yet. And right as soon as I realized it and started to slow down, I saw you behind me. So I handed my stuff and he was like, what, uh, where are you coming from tonight? And I said, I was doing some work for the Montgomery County Historical Society and I'm on my way home to Raleigh. And he was like, okay. He's like, I'll be right back. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, fuck, I'm so fucked up. <laughs> I love driver school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. This would this is my first speeding ticket ever in my entire life. I've never gotten oh, one. Seriously? Before. Mm-hmm. So oh. I'm like, I gotta text my mom and I'm like, uh yeah, I'm gonna be a teeny bit late. I just got pulled over for speeding. And she was like, you know, my mom, Laura, what? Ah, like freak out immediately. So he comes back and he comes back in like just a couple of minutes and he hands me up, he hands me my stuff back. He was like, just slow down for me. And I was like, okay, thank you so much. I'm so sorry. And he let me go. I didn't even talk my way out of nothing. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm really lucky. I've had so many speeding tickets. Like I'm terrible speeder, and I've slowed way down since I had Zane. Um, but when I was younger, before Zane, um, right before I had a, I had like an Audi A4. Oh shit! Super fun. I had to take a class to keep my license (laughs) because I got so many speeding tickets. And I got out of a bunch. That's how bad I was. Because oh that car, God. you just wouldn't even notice. And I yeah. I, I remember I was like just doing, I was just under 100. And literally a cop pulled up next to me and was all slowed down. <laughs> I was like, oh. oh my God. Yeah. I mean, it was, I was bad. So yeah. bad. I shouldn't even admit to that. <laughs> I'm going to cut this out, Carrie. Just kidding. It's like those things that you see on Facebook where it's like, that that thing I saw we we saw yeah that like ten dollars like, for I'm like, everything you've done. Mm-hmm. I'm all, I always I'm like yeah I did that <laughs> I did that I yeah this is the first time I've ever gotten pulled oh, over so bad. for a You're speeding so ticket. So lucky. And I was doing almost oh. so, almost twenty over the limit, but yeah, yeah I you were close. Really so I was going to be a hefty fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So I was really fortunate. Um, I was back on the road within five minutes of him pulling me over. I called Jennifer back. I called Jennifer back and she had me on speaker and Mike was like, what did you blow him? And you got out of it that quickly. And I was like, sure did. No, I just was honest and was like, I'm sorry. I... It was legit too. Cause I, yeah. I'm like, Jen, you're going to have to come be my witness in court that I saw when I was going too fast to try to slow down. Um, but yeah, so that was the end of uh, my night last night is the crazy. Yeah. You're so lucky yeah. though. That's great. I was, I was really lucky. nice. Yeah. I was super lucky. Um, no, no lecture, no nothing. He was like, just slow down next time. Just slow down for me. And I was like, I swear to God, I will. I'm so sorry. <laughs> He probably looked at your license and was like, this bitch ain't never got a ticket. <laughs> Not ever. Never. Yeah. I sat there in two and I, I was like. that face that like, I look guilty. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I see I you missed like, 20 oh. speeding tickets in your lifetime. You can just suck it. We knew you were doing it on purpose. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> of shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Never. You uh, have a license. <laughs> Who gave you that back? (laughs) God. Yeah. So yeah, he just had to run my thing and just be like, which is fortunate too, because in North Carolina, you have to pay your tags every year. Right. And then, but you also have to Uh pay property tax on your car, which you don't have to do in Phoenix, or at least it's included in the monthly taxes. And you can defer the property tax in North Carolina for 60 days if you want to. So I did only because I kept forgetting I needed to pay it. So it just so happened. And I was telling you this, was it Friday, Laura? Mm-hmm. It was Friday. I had to, to go. I had to go down to the license plate agency and pay my taxes. And so thank God I had, because if I hadn't, like if he had pulled me over and my temporary tags were expired, then I probably would not have gotten out of that. No. Yeah. They Well, what happens with stuff like that is they won't let you leave. Yeah. Sometimes they will like your car has to stay there like until you get your tags or whatever. I mean, not all what the time, am I gonna yeah. like? There was no open hotel in Carthage, North Carolina, mm-hmm. at ten thirty <laughs> at night. You'd be sleeping in your car at the BP, right? Yeah. So that was my um, exciting night. It it, it um, hit the ground running and apparently didn't stop. <laughs> right. Well, I'm glad you made it home safe, even yeah. though you're speeder. Peterson. Oh, Jesus. Um, I know. My mom kept texting. She's like, are you still doing the speed limit? Are you doing the speed limit? Just stay, don't stop doing the speed limit. I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm 16 again. Right? I'm sure that, and that's gonna, that's gonna have legs with Nancy. She's gonna be like texting you all the time while you're driving. Are you doing the speed mm-hmm. limit? Um, Please don't speed. Yeah, because I gotta go to Jennifer's this weekend. Yeah. Hey, Leadfoot, slow down. Yeah, 1000%, <laughs> right? God. Fortunately, she's friends with some cops in Pittsburgh. So hopefully, mm. you know, I can have her help me get out of him if I get crazy. If it happens again. No. Yeah. Now that you've gotten a taste for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. It's in my blood. <laughs> breaking the law, breaking Thanks. the law. <laughs> Next thing you know, we're going to see Carrie drag racing. <laughs> her little well, SUV. I, I actually, I think Mike is leaving his car at the house. Hey, there you go. Nah. Um, yeah. So that was that was the uh, investigation of the 1830 Montgomery House. Um, what'd you think, Laura? 
I think it sounds really, really interesting. I'm really excited to see what um, what what you guys ended up capturing um, as far yeah. as the EVPs and all of that. Um, I can't wait to hear them. And um, I hope we got some. Gonna have to take it. We're gonna have to take a trip down there now that the bugs have been cleared out. It seems mm-hmm. somewhat okay for me to go now um, to check it out. That is her kryptonite, and she will die. Right. <laughs> really, I'm just gonna run out of the house like ah cobwebs. Cobweb. It was it was crazy. I was like, Jesus. And, and Audra was like, You have no idea how many I cleared out. She's like, I can't believe how many are back. I was like, ooh. <laughs> They've been busy. Yeah. So um we had a really great time. Um other cool. than that, yeah, guys, we are gonna go and uh record our regular episode tomorrow night correct i think i believe so okay anyway do you have anything to say in closing not really um thanks for sharing uh your experience with us and thank you to the north carolina state troopers keeping us all safe from I can't believe I fucking got in a car with you and drove six hours <laughs> to West Virginia and back. Right. No wonder you tried to kill me when I was driving, Carrie. <laughs> I can't wait to speed again. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's the best. I'm going to have to text Nancy the, <laughs> this next week and be like, do you think Carrie's doing the speed limit? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna she have, your mom. She's going to be like, I don't know. Let's fucking call her right now. You guys, I feel like, I feel like the wind is in her hair. I feel like. Right. <laughs> Did you see the Facebook live she just fucking posted <laughs> from her car while driving? <laughs> that scenery is going by way too quick, Nancy. We need to call her. Jesus Christ. You're terrible. <laughs> your mom's going to lose her mind. Right? <laughs> Yeah, that's anyway. all I got. All right. Well, <clears throat> you go have your little uh, video negotiation with your child, and uh, hopefully the cats are still alive. Right. I think I'm pretty sure they're playing fire trucks right now. I can hear stuff going on. <laughs> there may be oh, a parade. I'm not sure. There are things happening. <laughs> please, please take photo and video. That would be adorable. We'll post that on our social social media. Right. <laughs> parade. <laughs> Can you hear it in the background? Him like singing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. There might be a parade. I don't know what's happening out there. <laughs> things. There are eight-year-old boy things going on out there. Holy crap. He's got like the best <laughs> new toys ever in the form right? of kids. <laughs> and they're only five weeks because he left like the day after they were born, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um <laughs> oh, yeah, it's perfect. Babies. They're like too small and clumsy to really run away from him yet. <laughs> so like he can kind of pick them all up at the same time. He's really real. Holy yeah. shit. I mean, he's super gentle with them. Like, he's really good, but it is hysterical because they just look at you like, do you see this? <laughs> is this what, is this normal? I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> right. Brand new to this world. Somebody's going to need to teach me some stuff. Right. <laughs> I do yeah, hear the singing. Funny. I'm all. <laughs> Yeah, this is what it I sounds like they're all, they're playing Batman. <laughs> it does kind of sound like Batman. It could be. I don't know what's happening. Okay, please make sure he's not trying to make one of the cats fly. 
wings on patches and she's taken <laughs> off. All right. Well, go send me pictures of whatever's going on in your living room, unless it's oh, devastating well. or you trip on oh, something. Oh, I'm sure it's die. Okay. That actually is more likely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for hanging in for this thanks, very long guys. EVP session. We love you. Laura, I love you. I will see you. Love well, you too. probably text I'll you in about an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, guys, as always, stay safe out there because you never know who or what is listening and or making you ride a fire truck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank bye, you. guys. Bye.